delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangsta Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangsta Rap. Let's go. Gangsta Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangsta Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. Owned by the new advertising law in Nigeria, TV commercials using foreign models and voiceover artists will not be allowed on local television in the country from October this year. Anolale Konfadolako, the man who heads the body regulating advertising in Nigeria, is defending the new law. Yes, you heard that right. That was a news report, CGTN Africa, regarding this new decision in Nigeria. So basically, white models and British accents are now banned starting October 1st um, from all advertisements in that country. So why are we talking about it? Well, naturally, there's some backlash. You know, um, white supremacy will not go quietly into the dark. Funny how that sounds. Um, and there are all kinds of reasons that folks come up with to try to make this decision look like it is unfair. And I recognize that in our day to day lives, we come across instances like this where white people or otherwise non-black people or otherwise people who have not had and do not fully acknowledge the black experience will create from a shared set of facts often enough an alternative vantage point 
that doesn't really account for something called equity, which is what we're talking about today. Um, lots of white models, British voiceover actors, etc., are calling this move xenophobic, racist, etc., as you'd expect. But to be fair, there are a lot of non-black models and, and actors that are praising this move. And those folks are people who account for the fact that Nigeria is a country with 200 million people. The vast majority of them are black, dark-skinned African people. And as recently as 20 years ago, 50% of the advertisements in that country had white people in the advertisements. And there's a subtle influence that those things tend to have on a population over time. If you see billboards, if you see these images that are larger than life, and they oftentimes have non-black people in them, and you yourself are black people, a black person, then it becomes sort of a natural association that you may have with white skin and larger than life, right? Better. When you see a white woman shampooing her hair, that's funny, then, you know, you tend to associate, you know, with repetition with, you know, again, these sort of larger than life images, these really polished images, you tend to associate beautiful hair with white hair, right? Um, when you're, even if you're selling something that everyone uses, you know, like cologne, when you see a white man in a suit advertising a cologne over time, your tendency is to associate the cologne with this sort of sexy lifestyle or whatever it is that's in this advertisement that's in your head. Um, and if the, if the model there is a white man, then by association, you tend to associate white men with being sexy. And we see this. This is something that has become prevalent around the world. There, I've been to many countries. Um, I've been to the Far East. And in Asian countries, in Thailand, in Malaysia, in Indonesia, they have bleaching creams. You can just go in the store and buy them. Because in those places, lighter skinned is, is associated with beauty. And those things are often result of advertising over a long time. And so I don't think that this is a bad move if what the point of it is to kind of celebrate um, Nigerian culture, Nigerian people, Nigerian art, etc. Now, let's talk about this word equitable, because oftentimes in history, folks have used the word equal, most notably equal rights. 
And equal, in my opinion, is simply the first step in a journey toward equitable rights and equitable experience in this country and in, and around the world. And equity is something that is more fair. Equal is fair. Equity is more fair, right? And I think that what happens is oftentimes people who do not live the black experience, who do not fully understand the optics of the narrative, who themselves have somehow been able to divorce themselves from the nuance and from the particulars, they can look at something and call it fair. And to their point, they'd be absolutely right. And say, you know, they could dust their hands off and say, okay, problem solved, moving forward. And oftentimes we see this with a lot of conservative folks in this country. Hey, look, we outlawed slavery. We gave you the right to vote. You have just as much chance in this country as I do. Um, there, look at Michael Jordan, look at Oprah Winfrey. They're billionaires and I'm not even a billionaire. So what are you complaining about? You had a black president. There's no such thing as racism, right? And so those people, based on their sensibilities, based on their experience, based on all that they know, they could be good hearted, good natured people, but based on what they know, are looking at what, for all intents and purposes, is fair. But is it equitable? And I think that what Nigeria has done here is, again, made a move toward equity. Now, fairness, um, how would I explain this? Okay, let's try this. I, Ramses, your host today. I have a son, my first son, Christian. Christian was born with spina bifida. Um, I'll spare you, spare you the uh, details, but it is a spinal ailment. And it took him a little longer to walk. Um, and when he was growing up, standing for long periods of time was challenging for him. Now, Christian wanted to go to Disneyland and Legoland and Magic Mountain and Knott's Berry Farm, the same as any other kid. Um, obviously, based on my viewpoint, Christian had just as much of a right to be there. I'm sure you would agree. I'm sure most people would agree. There's just as much a right to be there, to enjoy his youth and so forth. Um. But, you know, as you know, amusement parks come with long lines. And so if you have a special pass at the amusement park that only certain children can get based on a medical condition, you can skip the line. And so oftentimes my son would skip lines and ride the rides and we'd be in and out of the park and as much time as he would allow, um, his legs and his back would allow. That 
is an example of equity, right? It accounts for the fact that there's nuance. People are different. And everyone should be able to enjoy the same things, have equitable <laughs> access to the same things. Now, equality in this instance would have looked like, well, everyone is here at the park. Everyone has to stand in the same line and endure, if you will, the same hardships that come along with being at an amusement park. And again, those people are talking about something that is equal, that is fair, right? But my child, my first son, my baby boy, we'd have two, three hours tops and he wouldn't be able to stand anymore and we would have to leave. And that in a place like that might get you two or three rides and, you know, something to eat and then you're gone. Meanwhile, all the kids who were born without spina bifida or any other qualifying ailment would be able to spend six, eight, ten hours at the park, get on six, eight, ten rides, and have lunch, have more of a story to tell, more of a memory. And it would be something that they would be able to celebrate to a much more significant degree. And that's fair, right? But is it equitable? And I think when you paint this picture, people start to break it down a little bit more and start to think about things a little bit differently. Right? What does my child deserve based on what he was born with? You understand? What do Nigerians deserve based on their history? Right? They speak English in Nigeria. English, as in the language from England. These people have been subtly influenced to think of features that are not their own as being beautiful. Now, was it a concerted effort? Was there um, a Eurocentric capitalist uh, uh, angle to this whole thing. Obviously, that's a discussion for another day. But in terms of how this looks and what this move represents to all people that say this is not fair, this is not fair to white people. White people deserve just as much chance to be in advertisements, um, in Nigerian advertisements as uh, native Nigerians and so forth. I say, well, Let's look at the word equal versus equitable. There are people who think that black people always want special treatment. And to you, the listener, I say, engage with those people. Let's take this word special from their vocabulary. Let's plug in the word equitable and see if they still spew these same lines with the same venom. Black people don't want 
special treatment. We want equitable treatment. Something that accounts for the fact that we took different paths to get here. And we will be on different paths when we leave. And we have different circumstances to overcome, systemic or otherwise. So an equitable approach might be necessary for us to have a greater chance of ending up at the same place based solely on our work ethic and our merits and our capacities as human beings, as individuals. I think if you start having those conversations, equitable versus equal, I think that we'll move this conversation along. One person at a time. We, we have to play the long game here, and, and we do. But let's not get disheartened. Obviously, Nigeria has taken a bold step, and I commend them for taking that step. And we'll see what happens with it. Now, maybe you disagree, and this is the place to disagree. If you feel differently, of course, I implore you to reach out. If you have some other insight, I'd love to use a bit of it on the show, and we can figure out maybe an even better path forward. But that's up to you. So I hope to hear from you soon. All right? Peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.